Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. It's Wednesday, May 26, 2021. Coming up on the program today, anal egg salad, plus the cereal mascot that was described as a proud, stupid creature that is borderline retarded. And get ready for the fashion trend of the summer, pastel lace shorts for men. All coming up today. Three most important questions facing mankind today. How does a man cope with a woman who is all wrapped up in her work? Is quality better than quantity? Are Oriental girls really built that way? Well, you'll find out the answers to these questions and more in episodes of an Oriental sex kitten. Starring Big John Holmes as the husband. And in his case, he's never sure whether he's coming or going. But his friends all think he's coming. Chung, that Kowloon connection girl, proving that the best of friends not only play together, they lay together. When John goes to work every morning, his sex kitten wife does her own version of promoting international relations. And what better relations are there than sexual ones? This is where the action is, probing the vanguard of the new morality, flushing scenes that show it all. Based on the famous underground classic that sold over a million copies. You'll love the way they lay. <laughs> Episodes of an Oriental Sex Kit. Coming soon to this theater. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once. But I happen to prefer the snatch. Hey, Frank's Tim back here with you for the Wednesday podcast. Got a good one for you today. You know, we are about a week away from Pride Month. <laughs> it's the most miserable time of year. And I'll tell you why. Gays are selfish, cynical bitches. Yes, this is going to turn into one of those old person back in my day type of stories. But I don't care. Back in my day. We'll say the early 2000s. You would, uh, you know, you'd, you'd go to the gay pride parade and gays would be excited to see a business participating in the parade. Like, oh, my God, Chase Bank ha- has people marching for them. That's so nice. They're so supportive and ligbits friendly. Even back then, you know, and there weren't a lot of companies that were marching in the gay pride parade. But I wonder... If businesses like that could request to not march right behind the float from the local gay bar, which is really just a flatbed truck with a bunch of shirtless guys throwing lube at the audience, because that that can't look great for the brand. Just stick us right behind the flaggets, you know, the, the, the flag twirling gays that are fully clothed. And you know, it was a real love fest between the companies that would participate in Pride and gays themselves. They would see Chase Bank uh, participating and say, you know what? I am gonna 
take all my money out of U.S. Bank, and I'm going to put it in, in, in a Chase account to support them. I like a good ass raping. That's exactly what Chase does to you with their outrageous fees. That homo is a pain slut. All of the anger back in the in the early 2000s were not directed at companies participating in Pride, but there would tend to be protesters, right? Like the God hates fags people would show up. So there was a common enemy even back then. Now, though, when Pride rolls around, and it's amazing to see the difference if you live through it. All these businesses and companies waving fucking rainbow flags, selling rainbow products. You go into Target, there's a whole pride section. You can buy pride apparel, shirts, jewelry, whatever. Oreo cookies that come in rainbow colors to support pride. And now the gays are pissed off at all that. How dare these companies make money off of our backs? They're pandering to the Ligbits community. Profiting off of our special month. They just want our money. They just want our dollars. They don't really care. If you want to support LGBTQIA+, the, that should be a year-round thing, right? Not just one month out of the year. It's like, they're a business. Yeah, they want your money. Yeah, they're going to try to market shit that interests you. So you part with some of your money and give to them. That's how they stay in business. Like, this is fucking... Economy 101 shit. Welcome to capitalism, bitch. Still, as a company, they can choose to not market to to gay people, right? They can be like Chick-fil-A and say, June is Fundy Fries Month. You know that promotion, right? That's where uh, any fundamentalist Christian who rolls up to the Chick-fil-A drive through window and can prove, that's the important part, you got to be able to prove that you tied a queer up to a fence and left him for dead. It's a free small fry with any purchase. This year, they've added to that promotion. If you can prove that you actually set the queer on fire while tied up to the fence, you can try their new mesquite smoky chicken sandwich for only a dollar. Ting. Oh, it's real good. It's got a nice flavor to it. It's Mead Skelton approved. Ting. These companies, though, that sell pride-themed stuff during the month of June really seem to be hated by everyone hated by the gays and then hated by straight people last year uh you may remember we read a story about kellogg's coming out with a cereal that basically uh contained a mixture of all of their cereals it was called like better together or something like that and had all the mascots uh, on the box and it was all about like supporting gay people and unity and equality Kumbaya. It was a partnership with Glad, that gay organization. It wasn't even sold in stores, and people were losing their fucking minds over it. This year, inexplicably, <laughs> Kellogg's is like, you know what? That worked out so well last year. We're going to go ahead and create a new version and actually uh, let people buy it in stores. Once again, the gays don't like this. And I'm not sure why, because the cereal is $4 a box. Three of those dollars is going to you know, the glad charity or whatever. That's a big percentage of the money going to charity. I guess they're upset because it's not a year round thing. Why should it be only for pride? The gay cereal should be sold year round. Uh, Christians are upset. I've got a post here from someone who found this box in the store. He says, I am raising an alpha Christian conservative male. This bullshit will have no place in my house. 
this year instead of calling the cereal all together now it's called together with pride once again it features a lot of the mascots from uh, various kellogg cereal and looking i can't help but just sort of imagine what each of these characters are into <laughs> like there's the honey smacks frog obviously he's a power bottom toucan sam leather Tony the Tiger, furry, obviously, but he's like a muscle furry. I think uh, I think Tony the Tiger's a bear. Snap, crackle, pop. Triplets participating in an incestuous gay thruple. Frosted mini weed is a twink. And uh, the Kellogg's rooster, for some reason, even though it's a rooster, I'm getting Butch Dyke vibes from it. So what have we learned after all of this? All of your favorite cereals are faggy. You know, my only problem with this year's Together with Pride mix is that it's not a mixture of all the different brands like last year. This year, Together with Pride, the one that's actually being sold in stores, they're just heart-shaped Fruit Loops, I guess, which is almost homophobic. Out of all the cereals Kellogg's produces, they made the gay one out of Fruit Loops. That's a hate crime. Oh, speaking of abominations, while I was doing research for this particular topic, and it's hilarious that I actually do research on this shit, I found out that this isn't the first time Kellogg's made a mix of all their cereals and and sold it as a standalone product. In 1990, the greatest decade of all, mind you. I've been screaming that for years. Yes, in the spring of 1990, Kellogg's introduced Big Mix with two X's. Extreme! Yeah, it was a precursor to all of the extreme foods of the mid-90s. Big Mix was promoted as a big mix of Kellogg's then-existing cereals, with ads alluding that the cereal was swept together off of the Kellogg's factory floor, which is an interesting and horrible way to market a product. Here's some shitty, dirty leftovers. Be swept up off the floor. There's pieces of frosted flakes, mini wheats, some hair, some rocks that fell out of the shoes of our workers. It's a real grab bag that you get in Big Mix. What I found really interesting, and I'm sure I'm the only one, the mascot for the cereal was a mixture of animals. He had the head of a rooster moose antlers, the snout of a pig, and the fur of wolf. His, uh, he had uneven eyes, made him look retarded or insane. And then on the side of the box, there was information on the character's origins, like a fake newspaper article. Combine the wild appetites of a wild wolf, moose, a pig, and a chicken, and you have Big Mix, the legendary chicken wolf moose pig. Apparently, it was uh, first sighted in 1978 by Travis Uttlebach. He was hiking, and he said, I saw the tip of an antler peeking out over a bush, and I heard a a loud snort. I thought it was a warthog, so you can imagine my surprise when he stood upright on two paws, flapped his wings, and howled like a wolf. I laughed so hard I passed out. Now, in the spirit of this noble creature, Kellogg's introduces Big Mix Cereal. Travis Uttlebach said, I'm sure Big Mix would be proud knowing Kellogg's named a new cereal after him. He's a proud creature. A little stupid, but definitely proud. 
This was a huge flop for Kellogg's, by the way. It was introduced in 1990, and less than two years later, it was discontinued. Ta-da! Oh, according to the website MrBreakfast.com, that's where I'm getting a lot of this information. It's all about cereals and stuff. Ads for Big Mix cereal portrayed the character Big Mix as constantly hungry and borderline retarded. I know that uh, DV listener Niti loves cereal. She's always posting pictures of new cereal that she finds at the grocery store. I don't know if she's quite obsessed with cereal as much as I am with soda. I do know, however, that poor Niti had an upset tummy today. She went to rallies and got some of the fries, which I love. I'm obsessed with rallies fries. Although, after what Niti went through, maybe I'll hold off on ordering those for a while. Yeah, it didn't agree with her, or she got food poisoning from them or something, and like a good freak, she recorded it. (laughs) (laughs) She is a violent puker. (laughs) Get it all out. <laughs> There's always a second round. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, you gotta eat. <laughs> At least slogan. I hope she didn't get the fries on my recommendation. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all right, Nico. Yeah. Nico's her dog. Oh. I'll be scared the shit out of poor Nico. One thing I've noticed uh, and is common with these vomit audio clips, there's a point where, like, you know, someone throws a... And then... It's quiet. The puking stops. For a few seconds, there's nothing. And then there's a few more plunks. And that's like the strands of vomit that are hanging from your mouth, finally breaking off and falling into the toilet. Strands of vomit with a few chunks hanging in there. All right, well, thank you very much, Niti, for recording your vomit. Much appreciated. Speaking of food not agreeing with you, a while ago, we were playing a, a series of videos called Brucey's Food Reviews, in which Brucey, I don't want to say masturbated with food because what he did to the food was much more violent, right? It was a, a food raping. He violently fucked the food and then uh, later would eat it. More recently, we played a video clip of a SoundCloud rapper slash amateur porn star coming on a McChicken sandwich and eating it. Today, thankfully, we're going to switch genders here. We've got a whore in the kitchen. At least she's in the proper setting, right? And she's going to uh, cook some food for us. But um, the last time I cooked uh, cookies, ass cookies, and today I am going to have a special little anal egg salad for you. At first, I was really upset that we missed the ass cookies episode. But you know what? I think anal egg salad's going to be even better. Yeah, so I hope you enjoy. And I know it's going to be really tasty for me later. So let me see. We have our bowls out. 
needs balls when you can just mix everything up in your asshole. I thought that was the point of anal egg salad. And I did this a little just before I started this, but uh, I hard boiled some eggs and peeled them already. And then I have my celery and my noodles. The celery's going right up her poop chute. We'll put those down here so it's nice and easy to like every good Food Network show, she will be preparing this on the floor, apparently. It's just easier for her. Uh, I love egg salad personally, and I'm always looking for good recipes. So I'm going to be paying attention uh, to this very closely. In order to make this salad, you have to have a really juicy ass. See, I think that's where I've been going wrong with my egg salad. She's rubbing her pussy as she uh, talks about this. I hope you don't need a pussy. For this recipe, otherwise in I'm in trouble. In order to make this salad, you have to have a really juicy ass. So you have to get it all worked up and horny. Showing us her asshole now. Does appear to be juicy. And you know, if it's not overly juicy, that's okay. Because I think the mayonnaise is going to go in there. This is kind of a, uh, a retro cooking class today. We have like a hairy beef or something? What does that mean? She oils up her asshole. Oh, I have the same lube, actually. Mm, yeah. Get that ass nice and oiled up. Okay. Mm. I'm following along with the recipe as we go. Oh, yeah. My ass is all uh, greased up, too. Uh, uh, she already has... Oh, she's she's got all five fingers in her butt. Oh, you need a large workspace. I think she's fisting her ass to really get it gaping and create a uh, makeshift bowl. She's eliminating the excess air out of her rectum, which I guess is good. She doesn't want uh, her, her farts to mix with the egg salad. Although, have you ever smelled egg salad? I don't think it really matters. That's getting juicy now. Hard all over the eggs. She's fist fucking herself some more. Okay. We, we got to get to the recipe here. I got to make my egg salad. The church picnic is coming up. First, we want to start with uh, warming our eggs a little bit. So we're going to pop those in. She's going to stick the hard-boiled eggs up her butthole. Got one egg in there. Very little resistance on account of the fisting. Prep work is important. Two eggs. I'm going to fast forward, but she gets about ten eggs in her butt. And again, this is because she says we need to warm up the eggs, which I did not know was important when it comes to egg salad. But okay, it's her recipe. If you listen closely now, you can hear them plopping out. This is kind of like marinating the eggs in her ass, I guess. Three... Uh, I see. 
I mean, you get the idea. Just for good measure, she does try to stick a few in her twat. All right. Well, we got the eggs for the egg salad in the bowl. Took long enough. Here is step two. Our next step is going to be... I'm going to leave those there now that they're a little warm. Yeah. We're going to work on uh, stuffing myself with a little bit of mayonnaise. (laughs) Get that all warm and creamy. Nothing hotter than a creamy pussy. The thick white stuff coming out of your twat. Oh, so help me God if that's a Miracle Whip bottle. Wow. She's got such a large gaping ass, she can just take the squeeze bottle and pour it right into her hole. It's like it's like great value mayonnaise. She's fingering her ass, really mixing it up in there. And pushing it down further so she can load her butt up with some more mayonnaise. Now, before she squeezes the mayo out into the bowl, she uh, grabs some celery. Yes, she wants to fuck the mayonnaise out with the celery. The mayo is being shat out. Let's get this fucking celery in there and uh, finish our dish. It's a very simple recipe. Anyone can do it. She's really using that celery now to fuck her mayo-infused asshole. This is the secret, I feel, to a good anal egg salad. You got to get the mayonnaise a little frothy, and the only way to do that is to pound it into your asshole with a celery stick. I feel when it comes to anal play, it's very risky to incorporate things that are a very, very bright white. It shows discoloration very clearly, and it doesn't take a lot of poop to start turning that white into a taupe, if you know what I mean. But uh, she's got a very clean asshole. Very sanitary. She runs a very sanitary kitchen. All right, I'm going to fast forward again. This is a very long video, but out comes the speculum and she pours in some elbow macaroni. And the macaroni is quickly shot out of her anus. I think that's pretty much it, right? Now that I got all my ingredients and juice in there, I'm going to throw the rest of the eggs in. And then, this is not for everybody, but I want to mix it with my feet. The audio isn't the best, she said. Now, this next part is not for everyone, but I'm going to mix this with my feet. And it's like, you just had all the ingredients in your asshole. You think that's for everyone? 
Now, some of you guys might be a little grossed out, but I'm going to step on the food. Oh, she's licking her toe. She's eating it off of her feet. She's shrimping herself. This is the grossest part of the video for me. DT, what do you think about this? Exactly. I'm right there with you, sister. Delicious. Come back for my cooking class soon. Bye. Well, there you go. Anal egg salad. Just like mom used to make. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news. Right now. Sideshow member, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today at superfreaksideshow.com. When you sign up, you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this daily show since 2004. It's exhausting. My brain has been irreparably damaged. Day in and day out, playing clips of shit like women making anal egg salad. Please support my long-term care that I'm sure I'm going to need relatively soon. Uh, Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Every week we do new exclusive shows just for paying members. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. Tomorrow I've got another one planned. So it's a great time to sign up. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Again, Superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the program, maybe you're already Sideshow Freaks, or maybe you're super poor, right? You can't afford the the Sideshow membership. You can still support the program. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there at Patreon.com. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Uh, There are other perks. If you pledge at least $20, occasionally I send out physical goodies, stuff like that. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, I'm not sure if we've talked about these smart toilets before on the podcast. I can't even install a fucking bidet. And now there are toilets that will take pictures of your bowel movements. Technology marches on. I feel like I'm in the crapper dark ages. I've just got a dumb toilet that just sits there accepting my poop. An idiot. Although when we got to this house, this is the first toilet I've ever had when we moved down to Cincinnati that has like the two buttons like I I have a I have a button flusher it's not a handle right and it's got two one for pee and one for poop I thought that was like the height of technology I feel like I'm in the Jetsons when I'm blowing mud can imagine what uh how a smart toilet would make me feel a smart toilet will take photos of your poop and send it to your doctor scientists believe that it could be the long lost answer to detecting several diseases Like, do doctors have that much spare time? I hope it's not, like, sent to their phones. Could you imagine this poor guy getting texts nonstop from all of his patients, and they're just photos of their BMs. My phone's blowing up over here. The smart toilet will take photos of your poop to examine it through an algorithm and then send it to your doctor for further analysis. It could be the missing piece to a truly complete smart home. Unlike most pieces in a futuristic residence, this toilet will be more than just convenience and fancy aesthetics. 
Speaking of fancy aesthetics, I saw you could get RGB lights for your toilet bowl. And I kind of want it. It looks so cool. I like the idea of being able to set the mood (laughs) in the bathroom with color. 16.8 million colors to choose from. Crazy. All right. Uh, Apparently, this smart toilet could save your life. Smart toilet is not a toilet itself. It's actually technology that could fit inside the pipes of an existing water closet. And after installation, it would take snaps of the feces before flushing. So now even shit is taking selfies. The algorithm will use the photo to determine if there are any problems. Then it will be tagging the poop as normal, constipated, loose, or even if it contains blood. I wonder if the algorithm is based on the Bristol stool chart. If it falls under the unusual category, it will be sent straight to doctors for further feces analysis. We're optimistic about patient uh, willingness to use the technology because it's something that can be installed in their toilet pipes and it doesn't require the patient to do anything other than flush, said Dr. Sonia Grigo, a shit freak and researcher. Do you think these smart toilet cameras could get hacked? Because, you know, poop freak hackers are going to try. The said tech is a result of the minds of scientists from Duke University. Dukey University is more like it. Yes, the tech is a result of the minds of scientists from Duke University. They believe that their innovation, when fully developed, will be a lifesaver for millions of people from the undetected threat of colon cancer and other harmful conditions. It could detect irritable bowel syndrome and inflammatory bowel disease before it gets worse. One study found that 48 million Americans struggle in the toilet. That's a large portion of the population. Or should I say, population. Ooh, two big fat zingers in one news story. Timmy Boo's working overtime here. The said tech is not smart enough to replace medical professionals completely, so it needs to send the unsavory photos to doctors for proper diagnosis. The prototype of the smart toilet was shown in uh, Digestive Disease Week 2021. Now that's a parade I would like to attend. Not interested in Gay Pride Parade, but Digestive Disease Week? Count me in. Uh, I would also like to see companies get behind Digestive Disease Week, start coming out with products in support of it. Separately, researchers of Stanford University have produced a different smart toilet. Ooh, competing smart toilets to detect COVID-19 through a person's feces alone. Great timing now that the fucking pandemic's over with. A little late on that one. All right. uh, Second story we have for you today. An Austrian hospital accidentally kind of sort of amputated the wrong leg of a patient. They blamed it on human error, well, of course, uh, for what it called a tragic mistake. The elderly patient, oh, he was elderly? Probably could barely walk as it is, if at all. The elderly patient was suffering from many illnesses. It would be funny if that was like the only thing that was still working on the man. Had a couple strokes, can't use his arms, one leg's working. That's the one that was accidentally cut off. All right, uh, yes, previous sicknesses have affected his legs, plural, to the point that his left leg required amputation. We are deeply shocked that on Tuesday, May 18th, despite quality assurance standards, 
uh, the wrong leg of an 82-year-old man was amputated, the clinic said, adding that the mistake was first noticed during a bandage change on Thursday morning. The nurse was like, wait a second, left? She's holding up her hand, left, right, right. But then he's looking the other way. My left is his right. Holy fuck! It's an honest mistake. Uh, yes, the mistake was first noticed during a bandage change on Thursday morning. We have to find out how this failure, this mistake, could happen. I would like to apologize publicly here, the clinic's medical director said. Austrian news outlet Hute reported, I don't know if I pronounced that right, reported that the patient did not initially recognize the mistake because, you know, he's old. Sir, we amputated your left leg. You're going to be okay. Huh? Left leg, yeah. Uh, Thank you. You know how old people are when they don't really understand something. Huh? What? Yeah, Uh, okay. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, the old person did not recognize the mistake because of his illness. Obviously, it affects his mind. It also said the 82-year-old was asked to confirm beforehand, but his articulation was limited. Well, I'm sorry. At some point, you got to take some personal responsibility. You ask a guy, okay, we're going to cut off this leg, and you point to the leg you're going to cut off, and the patient's like, yeah, sounds good. Uh Uh-huh, that's the one. And then it's not the right one, you know. You know, he deserves some blame in the situation. I'm sorry. The error appeared to have been made shortly before the operation when the leg that was to be amputated was marked. Quote, unfortunately, the mistake in which the right leg was removed instead of the left occurred as a result of a sequence of unfortunate circumstances. Oh, I love that series of books. The hospital added that it was investigating what happened and would review its standards. The patient has been offered psychological assistance and must still undergo another operation to remove his left leg from mid-thigh. So so he's left with no legs. He's a stump of a man. His brain is shot. He still has a bunch of other medical problems. Sounds like uh, hospital staff should have accidentally cut off his head instead of his leg. You know, just to put him out of his misery. Whoops, we made a mistake. The patient has been offered psychological assistance and still must undergo operations to remove the left leg from mid-thigh. The operation is planned shortly, the clinic said. Double-check your work before you submit it. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. There's a new fashion trend for men coming. And if you're a guy, you're going to hate it. I mean, like, a real guy. Frilly pastel lace in both shorts and a top. Check out the chapter artwork right now if you want to feast your eyes on these fruits. Uh, Los Angeles-based company Hologram City is accepting pre-orders for lacy shorts, which are just what they sound like. Men's shorts made of an all-lace fabric. Shorts are $49 and come in a variety of pastel colors. They couldn't have even made them in, like, manly black, although it's hard to call Black lace, manly. Might as well go with pastel. All right. uh, They also sell an all-lace shirt to go with the shorts. Again, you can see that in our featured image and chapter artwork. U.S. rapper Caswell commissioned the owner of Hologram City to create the look for his next single, the pre-sale. It's like every rapper now gay. It's like (laughs) Lil Nas X came out, and now the whole rap community is wearing pretty pastel lace. 
The pre-sale for the Lacey shorts and shirts started Friday at 10 a.m. And honestly, male lace shorts aren't exactly new. Gucci's creative director dressed his models in them for the runway in 2015 for the spring-summer 2016 collection. He was so ahead of his time. Gotta tell you, the Gucci ones look way more, uh, what's the word? Appropriate for guys. The ones that are being sold right now are very, very sheer, very see-through. After posting a photo of the outfits to Instagram, uh, that rapper Caswell received more than 8,300 likes and so many comments. Honestly, the, um, the reaction was mixed. People couldn't make up their minds about uh, what was going on in the photo. One less than impressed Instagram user wrote, when you think the man romper was the worst thing you'd ever seen, <laughs> dot, 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 <laughs> this fucking thing comes along. Another Instagram comment said, this style makes me uncomfortable on both guys and girls. There was one social media user who was impressed by the outfit and said it was perfect for summer barbecues, commenting, holy fuck, this is everything I'd ever want in a stupid day drunk barbecue outfit. So who knows? It might be a big hit. Again, check it out. It's our featured image over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksidejo.com. Would you wear these frilly lace pastel shorts? Call into the voicemail line and let's talk about how gay you are. Uh, That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are so many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's our voicemail line. Call in. I will play your calls. Even if it takes a while, I promise I will get to it. Other ways to find me, I'm all over social media, at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. And if you want to talk with not just me, but other freaks, we've got a Discord. What? 1,200 freaks strong in there. Uh, There's a link on the main navigation bar at uh, distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. All right, let's check in with some freaks now. Hey, Tim, Cat Lady. I'm not even through the Monday show that you hosted on Sunday. And it's the woman who's like, oh, yeah, uh, Johnny Depp and I, I send him money, et cetera. Yes, uh, she is the woman that I think is the same woman as the squirt pillow girl from earlier in the decade. Why would Johnny Depp need money? Like, I'm not even through with you. (laughs) Well, uh, she explains that. You know, he's having some money problems because of the divorce situation. Level 80. Think about it. Oh, yeah. It's it's, that's not, it's that squire. It's that girl. I forgot. That's even crazier. I swear to God. I just, (laughs) oh, I don't, I hate saying this because I feel very sexist, but as a woman, um, I feel like the most so, like, the people that are the craziest that get catfished by celebrities the most, I mean, like, the ones that are the most catfished by, uh, you know, not real celebrities, obviously. Uh, I just like they're all women, not catfishing in general, just catfishing yeah. by, uh, you know, air quotes, celebrities. Yeah, when it comes to catfishing, you're right. It is women who fall for this stuff, but there are plenty of uh, male celebrity stock no male stalkers stalking female celebrities i I played clips from that uh tiffany documentary that featured it was a whole movie about two stalkers of 80s uh uh, pop star tiffany but it it doesn't take place in the 80s it's modern day tiffany hasn't been relevant in decades and decades and there's still like 
these few people who are obsessed with her. It's a sickness in the head, obviously. Jimmy Boo, what it do? It's Rob from Texas here. Uh, just as a quick uh, message. Uh-oh. So, I don't know about the other freaks, but I've been listening to you for so long that when I hear a show start at the very beginning with, hey, freaks, or anything of you greeting, it immediately... Oh, you think it's a best-of show? Just gives me this, like, visceral reaction of, oh, shit, this is a best-of show. <laughs> um... And obviously it's not the tired in the intros now, but still it just gives me that reaction. Uh, don't change it though, please don't change it. Uh, it's good, it works fine, um, and it's a lot better for like newer people to podcast, like right. the first time someone listens. Exactly, that's exactly why I do it. Right at the top of the show, you know what's coming up. How could you not want to listen? When I, when I say at the top of the show today, coming up on the program, anal egg salad. I mean... How could you not want to know what the fuck that's about? Um, so yeah. Then you hear it and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> you're doing a good job with it. It's just uh, you started off best of shows like that for so right. long. It just gives me that reaction. Uh, anyways, love you. Yeah. Well, I have to, I'll have to come up with a new thing so you guys know before I say anything that it's a best of show. It'll probably be like some music or something. All right. Uh, next oh, up. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's great. Big Pete here. I just heard your uh, dream story about the Monday show. Hmm. And despite the fact that you're not interested in hearing other people's dreams, you're perfectly okay with blathering on about your own fucking dream. Okay, first of all, I, th- I made sure that I didn't take a long time to talk about the dream. I made it very short and concise. Second of all, this is my show. You come to hear what I have to say. And I want to tell you about my dream where I made raccoon meat pizza, motherfucker. Anyways, if you want my interpretation of... Uh, I don't. I got a good enough interpretation from Lord Douche. I told you that. What this dream means. Uh, it means I have to fight for my food because fast food places are closed. Uh, white raccoons in dreams oh, okay. uh, signif- signify uh, ejaculate. and. Uh, yeah, I don't think that that's true. An urge for ejaculate. And uh, if you put if you put the raccoons in an oven and you trap them, uh, you you un- unwantingly uh, trapped ejaculate into a certain you know thing or, or space. So what you're saying is the white raccoon is ejaculate and the oven is my guts. I want I want ejaculate inside of me. And uh, it wants to get out because like ejaculate, that's what it does. It ejaculates. Oh, I see. By definition, it wants to get out. Anyways, all that to say, Tim, that uh, you got a raccoon and uh, albino raccoon and cheese pizza, which means you are gay and you want somebody to ejaculate on you. All right. Well, that makes perfect sense to me. So what's up, Timmy Boo? It's your boy, Lopez Cromwell. Um, I probably know me as Hachimachi as a sideshow member, as I don't use to. Hachimachi. Whatever. So I just listened to the Monday podcast, and I loved it, as usual. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so when we were talking, you, were, you brought up Glenn Miller after you played the uh, that It's Proud to Be a Jew song, and I loved it. How could, how could I not bring up Glenn Miller after playing the Jew song? And I love how he says, become Jew-wise, call it, blah, 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 blah. Then he gives David Duke's <laughs> uh, website. So is being Jew-wise just being Pennywise? That's all I wanted to ask. I know. It's a bad joke, but, you know, I had to. (laughs) Also, um, so, is, okay, I don't know how to phrase this properly. Is Lord Douche 
twink for no. uh, an otter. Yes, I would say <laughs> or any of the other that. fucking various terms that we use to, to describe uh, I, gay men. I <laughs> I love you, Timmy. Probably too. closest to a, an otter, I would say. Uh, do, did I do this one yesterday or not? Hold on. Hey, hey, Timmy Boo, Chagoo, Chagoo, Chagoo Freaks, uh, Unicorn Amps, check it in. I'm calling the... Who's screeching in the background? you have a bird or something? Praise you on your... Like fucking Mead Skeleton. Wonderful work lately on uh, reading those news stories. You do a mighty damn good job. Thank you. On reading I those... I can read good, except when it comes to big words or names. Uh, distorted view news. It makes me enthused <laughs> about the news. Uh, we haven't played that in a while. Thanks for reminding me. And I like being naked. Um, naked right now, actually. Um, oh. But anyways, not that 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 interesting. Um, My smells getting a lot steamier. I'm calling also because I wanted to comment on your. Uh, I'm thinking, like, I am curious how long it does take to produce a show. I mean, do you have to put your phone away somewhere out of the room? Uh, do you get distracted? It doesn't matter. The phone thing doesn't matter because I, I have to stare at a computer, and my computer has Internet access. So, yes, I get sidetracked all the fucking time. So, but, you know, sometimes when I get sidetracked is when I find uh, really good stuff. I know you were talking about... So I consider it work. ...about that. It takes you a while to do a show. Hmm. Is that sometimes, all the time, or...? No, sometimes I can crank it out pretty quickly. I mean, it still takes hours to do. It's not like I just, you know, hit record and go straight through. But sometimes, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have tons and tons of stuff I want to play on the show or, you know, a bunch of news stories, and obviously I can't get to everything... So that makes the next day's show a lot easier because I don't have to find as much stuff. And usually during those times, I can really blow through. It's finding the finding good stuff, or what I feel is good stuff, or stuff that might interest you or you you guys would find funny. That takes a long time. And also, uh, the other thing that takes a long time is going through particularly long video clips, like that fucking anal egg uh, salad clip. It was nearly 30 minutes long. I recorded a bunch of it and then I whittle, I edited it down. Like I, I, cause I was like, it's, you know, it's like seven minutes of squishy egg sounds coming out of her pussy. You guys get the idea, right? So, you know, I have to tighten that shit up. So it just takes time. It's, you know, it's a, it's a process. Look, it's a very hard job. Uh, this is my burden in life, but I do it for you. All right, uh, that, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I'm waiting for the violin music to start. Uh, voicemail on for you at 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it oh god Anal egg salad. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Remember, tomorrow's show is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will be back to end the week with a Friday show. Until then, you guys have a great day. Bye, everybody! Yeah. Oh, God, man. Oh, sticking my fucking finger in my dick hole, man. Did you see that? Did you fucking see that, man?
Did you see what I did? Man, I fucking stepped my little finger in my fucking dickhole. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.